now tuned into the greatest. What NBA player do you think could successfully cross over to a full-time actor? And what genre would they specialize in? So, you know, let's look at famous athletes or famous um, uh, wrestlers even. Like, The Rock was a big crossover superstar from wrestling. Uh, obviously, our sponsor, uh, Terramana Tequila, thank you, Rock, um, went from <laughs> wrestling out. to the biggest movie star of all time. Um, we have LeBron James now coming to Space Jam 2. Space Jam 2. Um, and he's in, he's been in other movies. And, and he's had Trainwreck. Kind of, he was funny in Trainwreck. Exactly. Um, so crossover superstar, obviously, Kobe Bryant has been in music and and uh, directed or got a Grammy, uh, not a Grammy, sorry. Um, yeah, he didn't get an Oscar, an Oscar for, <laughs> <Shut> uh, <up. laughs> for his work. He was robbed. Um, but yeah, give me give me an NBA superstar outside of LeBron James, obviously, that could it's cross not a, over. Not a superstar, but uh, Richard Jefferson, I think, has a very funny uh, cadence and timing and i think he definitely could be in a action movie an action comedy movie and i'd like to see him uh cross over you know just like oj simpson but not like the other stuff <laughs> no glove no sorry <laughs> uh, okay no no I, I like rj i mess with rj rj is hilarious man uh, yeah. rj needs his own instagram page just of like his comebacks and quirks with like fans and even commentators like i don't know how much you guys watch the jump but him and Kendrick Perkins, hilarious. <laughs> also, shout hilarious. out to Kendrick Perkins, friend of the the friend of the the pod, man. You know, yes. friend, friend of the pod, KP Kendrick <laughs> Perkins, <laughs> squash squashing the beef with Quavo. Carry the head alone. <laughs> uh, Dex, your crossover star. Well, it's definitely Stephen Adams, and he'll be in Fast and Furious Twelve. Definitely, twelve as one of <laughs> as one of the villains or something. You know, I see him. Or a car. He's he's huge, seven foot, like New Zealand guy. Is he New Zealand? New yeah. Zealand, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm telling you, man. Like okay. he has a future. All right, Steven Adams. Ryan, who's yours? It's funny because Luca and a porn. No, 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 no. Dex, Dex, you'd be surprised. You'd be surprised. I'm going. I'm going with your your man, Uncle Westbrook. Oh, going, I go. feel like Westbrook could be like uh, an action a star. Blogger. I feel like he could be an action star. Like I see him as like a annoying neighbor on a sitcom. <laughs> <laughs> Like, or uncle, a, literally Uncle Westbrook, Uncle Westbrook. <laughs> kingpin, uncle Westbrook. a kingpin of like an underground like mob, whatever. Like, I think <laughs> I can see him. Like we got to talk to who, whatever. And they like go to the club. They see all these seating individuals, and like somebody like turns their chair, and it's Russell Westbrook. And you're like, oh shit, he's dressed <laughs> weird right now. <laughs> I, I, I can <laughs> see Uncle Westbrook chicken. in like a belly type movie. Yeah. Um, just like being also, that, I watched Belly recently. Head. Yeah, it doesn't hold up. Not a good movie. <laughs> but why is it held in such legendary regard? <laughs> it's got a hold on the black community. I understand. Same with Scarface. Also not that good. Um, Kyrie Irving obviously has been in movies. Uh, Kevin Durant has, but uh, Thunderstruck was kind of, you know. Yeah. 
Stunned, I, it was Thunderstruck. thunderstruck. Yeah. <laughs> I, saw, I saw a funny tweet that, like, when Kawhi Leonard retires, we're never going to see him again. Like, ever. <laughs> like, it's just, that's it. He's not going to show up on TV. He's not going to tweet at you. It's not going to be a commercial. He's just going to, like, go on a farm like Thanos and just, like, look upon everything. That's it. That's what I thought was going to happen to Tim Duncan, but Tim, Hunk, Tim Duncan surfaced. Like, yeah. he's doing everything. <laughs> Tim Duncan has, has more personality than Kawhi Leonard. Take that in. He has yeah, a yeah, lot more. Like, yeah, yeah, he does. Yeah, he does. He really does. Uh, Tim Duncan's like a, a black belt of like something. I don't know, but he can fight. Um, fight women. <laughs> uh, actually, I, I, I met Tim Duncan first time I went to Vegas. Oh, I sure. A picture, and um, he said, he no. said, no, I don't do that. <laughs> yo, I got to respect that, you know? <laughs> right? He's honest. With his, I, gotta, oh, I was like, now. yo, that's cool. I don't do I'm that. Like, as long as you say what's up, that's cool. <laughs> That's hilarious. He was there with his hot wife at H&M for some reason. Mm. Yeah, well, then the wife. Uh, but well, they broke up? I think so. So you're no, saying no, no. he's free. No. <laughs> <laughs> he's free. Uh, welcome back to Below the Herd when I'm your host, Ryan Antonio Henry, sitting here with the homies, the team, the compadres, the cohorts, the amigos, the black BTS, the Avengers, the Weekenders, the Nation of Domination, the Degeneration x the face clan face face clan okay face shout out clan. to brawny shout face. out to a uh, guy who plays football who wanted to play baseball can't remember his name right now um face clan um dex i got nothing ninja turtles the brothers <laughs> grim ninja, ninja turtles uh brothers of destruction is, is ninja uh derogatory if i say it ninja wow, no. he- he just said it hard A. Didn't hard even a. try to soften it with an ER. It's wow. not ninja. 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 <laughs> wow. Um, let's just start. Let's just, let's just start the show. New intro. Um, Hi, my name is Alan. I'm on a podcast. There you go. Hi, Nikki. That's great. All right. Catchphrases are out. Hi, Nikki. Started the show. Episode 39. Episode 39. We are Ooh. almost at uh, uh, a milestone mark here. I don't know if you count 40 as a milestone, but maybe it is. Maybe it isn't. Episode 39 titled, He Say, <clears throat> She Say. You'll find out why it's called that later. Um, we're here to talk NBA playoffs as we always do. Uh, second round is it's actually almost done. Uh, one series has almost come to an end. So let's let's go right into that. Suns sweep the Denver Nuggets. Crazy. Did anyone see this coming? Anybody? Chris, Suns I said Suns in five. Uh, let me throw that out there. Last pod, I said Suns in five. <laughs> I was off by one. Five. Um, there is one uh, guy. One guy predicted this. Sons and four guy who beat the crap out of a two a couple of Denver fans. <laughs> That's the funniest thing in the world. Literally this dummy this guy. Him. And then before <laughs> Take it in. Take it in. He beat the shit out of this guy, talked shit to his friend, and then told them my team's gonna beat you. That's all things in encompassed in one clip. He's like Literally. boom. Sons in four. The whole time I'm watching this video, I'm like, where the hell is the security? If this is in Toronto, if this is in Toronto, you're already thrown out of Scotia Bank. Like, like they don't care in America. 
It looked like an Adam Sandler movie, pretty much. <laughs> Sons of four. <laughs> did you see, like, did you see that guy's, uh, um, I guess, Snapchat afterwards? No. Like, the two guys with, first off, if you see anybody with that haircut, that's just like, that's a yeah. bad style haircut. That, that person has some ignorant views on something. But those two guys <laughs> were like, uh, yo, nigga, yo, we just, we fought that guy. We beat him. We should see the other guy like talking like, do you not know that you went viral, my friend? Like, <laughs> we saw <laughs> it. We and then right. He was talking mad crap like he won the fight. Like, seriously. <laughs> that's the disconnect between everything. And so they actually wild. ran away like, like the way they were running away was so cartoonish and like, like I just got my ass beat. I'm sorry. <laughs> like dragging up their jeans and they're fixing up their Jersey. But like, the thing is like, again, I didn't see all the footage, but like, it looks like they started it. Right. So when you start it, I can't feel yeah. sorry for you getting dummy. I, I, I can't feel sorry for you getting dummy. Cause yeah, no. there's people like, why is Devin Booker promoting violence? Cause Devin Booker went on Twitter is like, need man's info because he's probably gonna hook him up with some some jerseys or some seats yeah. that'd be that'd be awesome his first this guy gets professional seats. fight that's amazing he's one and oh and he wants some courtside seats <laughs> a lot right? of fighters fight and make nothing <laughs> you know adam silver's like are we really promoting this guy dummying fans and giving him extra seats <laughs> these fans are losing their damn mind like i I love basketball. Once we get like an opportunity to get back into that arena to watch these games, I will not be starting fights. I won't be throwing things at players. I'll just sit there quietly. You will last whistle. We're not huh? spitting you on won't. people. Huh? Oh, I will. I will. will. Yeah, that's, that's the wild. I just, I'm just happy to be there. You know, know how man. Toronto people are. Come You're not gonna on, spit on Fifty Cent's girlfriend. You're not no, gonna... I wouldn't do that. And I'm not leaving the game when my team gets blown out. I watch the blowout. Okay, I paid money for this game. I'm gonna watch this game. <laughs> That's um, wild. Have you guys ever left the game early? I just want to check. Like my earliest leaving game was Raptors are up 20, and there's like a minute left. Yeah, and it was literally that. because everyone in the that. tunnel was running, and I'm like, yeah, fuck no, 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 no. You yeah, watch that. You watch that. You no, watch. No, no, no. I'll, I'll never leave. I'll never leave. Like. Like I'm talking like above a minute. Like I've, I, yeah. Have I left under a minute with a game like easily decided? Yeah, like it's a minute. I'm not leaving like five minutes left in the fourth quarter in a blowout. No, like I'm still, I'm, sit, I'm sitting my ass down and watching. Like, do you, do you, first do you time leave I the last? To, first time I went to Madison Square Garden, I went with Nikki. It was Martin Luther King Day. Shout out. Let's go. Uh, our flight was at five o'clock. Mm. The game was at two. Ooh, that's uh, close. Yeah, that, that that's shit cool. went. That shit went overtime. Oh. That shit went double overtime. <laughs> I still stayed, and luckily, you guys my flight? flight was canceled <laughs> or delayed. It was delayed. See? Moral of the story. Yeah. That is some good ass luck. It's crazy. No, it man. went double overtime. I'm like, damn, we need to go, but we gotta finish this. And yeah. You know who's killing it? KP. That's why I fucks with him. <laughs> Is that why you have this like undying allegiance to this man, even though he's trash now? Not trash, uh, but just is, is there an echo? Top five, top five, top five. Wait, wait, you went to a Mavs <laughs> Knicks game or was that KP in New York? KP yeah, it was a, no, it was KP in New York. Oh, okay. All right, all right, all right. Um, but let, to the never leave the game. Yeah, let, 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 yeah let's never leave the game. If you're listening, do not leave the game early. We will judge you. Let, right, let's you, not. Let's talk about it though. Um, because like the series is done. Like Chris Paul, man, point guard, 
Like, oh, right. I'm not going to lie. You could probably dig up uh, old below hardwood videos. Um, maybe early this season, the podcast, I probably wasn't the biggest Chris Paul fan, and I probably doubted him just uh, overall, like his his like ability, not, not to lead, but like I just never thought he would be on a championship contending team. Like I just never put him as the number one guy sometimes even the number two like I, I i've never had much to say about chris paul but this season has changed my perspective on chris paul completely man um just going through every team he's been on he's just made them better either yeah. he makes them a playoff team or he makes the playoff team get to a higher yeah. mark so it's like but then why did you kind of have that feeling before this series because he's had that kind of track record though so i think Clippers stink was on him. Mm. When you're on the Clippers, I think you just get this stink that you just don't like them. And not that I I actually liked Blake Griffin. Like, don't get me yeah. wrong. I loved Lob City. Lob City was Nothing, fun. Yeah. But it aggravated me that they had all these weapons for so many years and couldn't get to the Western Conference final. So I think that stink carried with Chris Paul. But wasn't there an injury that one season that he had, though? That like that one chance that like they looked like they were like the real contending team. Wasn't there a game where he hurt himself and then he got a game winner still? And that that's what usually happens, right? It's like the sad story. Every time Chris gets close, he gets injured. It's like Houston, injured. Um, I don't know if he got Clippers, injured. Yeah, Clippers. He got, he got injured last round. Yeah, to be honest. That, that's what we all – game two, we were all like, oh, I still man, think that injury wasn't just that real. Got here. <laughs> <laughs> like, but, yeah. No, I, I I love Chris Paul, and I, I think it, it, I'm happy that he's being vindicated because I think it's too easy to kind of just say, oh, this person's not great because they haven't won a championship. I think we really need to divorce that kind of conversation away from a player's greatness because it ends up affecting real-world shit. Like we're seeing right now James Harden on the Nets because he's like, oh, I'm not the greatest because I can't do well in the playoffs. Well, guess what? I'm going to team up and win. And it's like, I don't want to see you do that. I know you're great. I've seen you do great things during the entire regular season. And I understand that regular season and postseason are different things and there's different beasts and all that whatnot. But you can't deny that Chris Paul is a top five, ten point guard in this NBA. I think he's one of the top. Like, he's so special. He defensively, he elevates you. Offensively, he elevates you. He runs the pick and roll like a maestro. He knows he's like a little LeBron without just the athleticism and the, and the length. He has a lot of good point guard vision. He's so deadly on that downhill of that pick and roll. I love when he does that little that half spin, which I've copied so many times, a little boop boop on somebody. Like it, it is such a nice little like carefree way of playing basketball and he's got smooth handles and a very steady like fourth quarter third quarter presence like he that mid like people talk about the mid-range game and how it's obsolete it's not that's when you need it when your team's going back and forth trading and no one's scoring when he gets that mid-range little bunny off of like off a pick and roll then he like fades out hits it like yeah that is that is devastating that is a momentum building bucket and there's tremendous amount of pressure on it and Chris Paul has been tested for many, many years. And it's this his time to shine. But also, we got to give a shout out to Devin Booker because a lot of people, mm-hmm. a lot of people are talking about Chris Paul and forgetting nah, nah, Devin nah, Booker. Nah, nah, Devin Booker's nah. having an excellent I'm not going to give his flowers yet. Excellent campaign. My boy doesn't give him his flowers yet. My boy doesn't give up two O leads, all right? He doesn't do that. He gets two one leads, but not two O leads. He doesn't give that up. Yeah. This is the first time he's in the playoffs. And, and what is he doing? Take him what there. is he doing? What is he doing? Great. Oh, going 11 Great. for 25. Oh, yeah, he's the, going 11 for 25. Western Conference <laughs> final already? 
He wasn't My even God. Mikel Bridges in the team. And he's shooting efficiently at two as well. So no, he's not. Yes, he is. Well, yes, he is. Yes, he's he is. shooting like 40%. No, what was no, the last game? I'll pull this right up I'll pull okay, it right while, up. While, while you put that up, while you put that up, but um, put it up. The, but this the Suns team in general. Though. Okay. Well, we'll ask the question about Chris Paul's um, spot with the point guards all time. The Suns team in general, though, like, do you not feel that they could go all the way this year with this unit, Allen? Oh, easily. Yeah, I think they uh, they're built better than most teams in the NBA. And- the fact that the Brooklyn Nets have now lost two stars and might potentially not even make it out of this uh, this next round, I think they can handle anybody. They can handle anyone in the West for sure. Like the Jazz right now, there's holes in them, and it's a it's a Mike Conley sized hole. So if you see them in the in the Western Conference Finals, I really think that the the Suns can beat them. If the Clippers make it out, the Clippers are not gonna run with the with the Suns. There's just no way. There's no way they can run Marcus or Marcus Morris at center and have DeAndre Ayton out there. That's an actual center. C- compared to the, who, who who they really kind of like face, like I know Rudy Gobert defensively is great, but offensively, who takes up as much space as De- as DeAndre Ayton and can exhaust hey. the player? So they had they can't play small ball anymore. They had to put Zubash out there. What does Zubash happen? He can't do the pick and roll. So yeah, one hundred percent, I think the Suns can win. Ayton went through AD already. Ayton went through J- uh, Joker. And- Joker. Not to say that he went through Joker. Joker still had Joker. Let's, he didn't go through Joker, but he held yeah, his own. Let's, he let's still he still yeah, got his numbers. Yeah. He still got his numbers. Don't get don't get him twisted. He got his numbers against yeah. Joker. So he's gone through. I think the best competition he's going to see in the West and possibly in the East. Because what center is going to take him in the East? Yeah, I don't think but, anyone. I don't think anyone is there unless unless Giannis. Unless Giannis and he's him, not gonna take him. But here's East. the thing, though: is Embiid really stopping so, anybody in these playoffs? He's uh, he's kind of hurt. He's but is hurt. anyone stopping Embiid? That's what it is. Oh, well, actually, yeah. I don't know if you saw that last fourth quarter against the Hawks. Oh, the yeah, fourth quarter. Like, yeah. Four for four. The whole second half. The whole second yeah, half. There was some. There he's was missing some... layups. He's missing everything. But we'll so, get to the Philly after. We'll get. Let's, let's, let's talk about. Let's talk about Devin Booker. My boy Devin Booker. Twenty-eight okay. points per game. Seven rebounds. Five what assists. Shooting on a four-point-eight-seven field goal percentage. Three-point-seven from three. Nine-point-one-seven or point-nine-one-seven from free throw line. The boy's a beast. Dexter. That's free the throw boy's line. A beast. The boy's I a beast. Get, I, I'm shooting Dexter. 95 at get the free throw line this season. He shot. He oh, shot. He shot. Against, against the Lakers, he shot 42% or 43% for the three. That's the Lakers. Line. And he shot 37% against. against Who's guarding him? KCP? Lakers. Buddy, That's my yeah. Lakers. Yeah. Who's Buddy. guarding him? And, and, who, and, who, and who's, who's guarding Who's guarding him on Denver? They had Aaron. Right? They, had, they, were, they had to put Aaron Gordon on him. That's how you know you're on the assignment when you go, fuck positions. Let's get something long and athletic on you. You have to change it. Mike, like, you, he's inefficient. He just shoots. He just shoots and hopes. You're talking about he Donovan Mitchell. You're talking about <laughs> Donovan Mitchell right now. Yeah. Who's who's been averaging, who has 35 points in the last eight games. What's he averaging? 35 no, in the last eight? The whole Donovan Mitchell has like, over since, basketball people. I don't understand. Stephen A. Smith saying weird. Let's save Donovan Mitchell. Save Donovan Mitchell because it's later. broken. Everyone's broken when they they see Alan, Donovan. I'd Mitchell. like to remind you, this is the man that just started to like Trey Young, and and is finally <laughs> stopping from from just like, hating on Dame Lillard. So we, we just got him. Dame. We just I'm got giving him. Giving flowers to that. To that Trey Young, Doncic, Eaton draft, like that was a great draft. Let's, yeah, let's it's flowers. So, I can't I was, wait. I want to talk about Chris Paul a little. Yeah. I'll, I'll give him his flowers as well. Like 
he's he's kind of a lot like a dying breed right now. Like, there's no assist first uh, point guards, like, unless you count Ben Simmons, but he just can't shoot. That's why he's pass first. Uh, I think Trey Young has the capability of being that pass first point guard, but I think this we're seeing a dying breed in Chris Paul, and that comes with uh, – that comes with leadership. And I think he's one of the last leaders in the league. Like I don't really see anyone leading teams like he's leading and he's done it consistently. And I just want to shout out real, real Chris Paul fans, because if you're a real, real Chris Paul fan, you're definitely like a ride or die person. Cause I don't know anyone that has a Chris Paul Jersey. I don't know. Like, so if you have a Chris Paul Jersey, shout out to you, man. Like you're uh, a real one. So with the question here, Dex, is he top five? Like, do you have him in your top five all-time all point time? guards? Yeah. All-time point guard. <sighs> I can't put him there yet, but I'll put him Ooh. seven, eight. Four, I can't put him five. top five. Why? Can you, name just, can you name five better right now? Oh, yeah. Westbrook? Definitely. <laughs> Magic okay, Johnson. We're done. We're done. We're done. Magic Johnson. Westbrook. <laughs> Westbrook's doing historic stuff. Tell me when Chris Paul does historic stuff and then we'll talk. Uh, <laughs> I, I want to give Westbrook everything. It's just that it doesn't lead to much. And I, I, need, I know I, I was talking I about playoffs not being a lot, but even just regular season. I under, like I've seen the, 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 the Westbrook bump on a lot of things, but it's not as, as transformative as a Chris Paul, you can't say that. A lot of empty calories compared to. Uh, but he's doing historic things. He's okay. <laughs> okay. That Chris Paul okay. has it. Yeah. So, <laughs> so, so I'll, I'll put Westbrook, Magic, Steph Curry. Um, Steph Curry. A, lot of, a lot of people have Steph. A lot of people have Steph. I don't, yeah, I don't get Chris Paul. Steph yes. Curry oh. is the better player. Like, I think, I don't think he's a better point guard. A lot of people have Steph in their top five already. That's That's weird to me. I just, I, I, I just, by definition of what a point guard does. So where are you putting LeBron? I um, I wouldn't even put him on top. Small forward. He's not, he's, not a, he's, a, he's not a guard. Small forward. He's a point small forward. forward. So I'm not going to put him on there. He's in the Larry Bird category. That's what I mean, small so. forward. Yeah. I would okay, put putting Ben Simmons on, on not on his list, but like where is he? Like, well, you can say that about Magic because Magic wasn't your stereotype. Even Luca, right? But Luca. Yeah, but Magic was straight up a point guard. I feel like there was still somebody. There was nobody slotted as a point it's guard because he was tall and he just didn't fit the billing. Um, yeah. Okay, so Alan, Chris Paul in your top five all yeah. time? Yeah, 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 he is. Okay, he's been all right. He's been. He's been all right. I think I, you have to see a list, man. Because I'm like just inserted. I, I can give you. I can give you five. I, you. I can give Chris you five. Paul. Uh, no particular order. Chris Paul, uh, John Stockton, Jason Kidd. Um, who else? Uh, what about Jason Kidd top five? Steve Nash. Jason Kidd's in my top five. Yeah, he is. Uh, Steve Nash. Nah. And I want to say Isaiah Thomas. Isaiah. Yeah. 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 Uh, you're, you're, you're in my top five is pretty much identical. I got uh, Magic, Kidd, Stockton, Isaiah, and then I have Paul. Disrespecting my And uncle. by the oh, end of oh. Steph Curry's career, Steph will knock out one of them, and he will be in the top five. By the end of Chris Paul's career, he is definitely still in there. But that, see, that's the that's a confusing thing for me. Like, I know, I don't know, because like, I, I, I wouldn't. Why, put why wouldn't you put stuff though? Why wouldn't you? Because then, then, then why wouldn't Iverson be in there? If he's just he a small be. guy, but he's not. I don't think he's, he's not a point guard though. 
He's a plane issue. He shooter. had the ball in his hands, man. Like it, it really depends what you. They did have Eric Snow, so that's that is that is different, though. It really depends what you call like a point guard, right? Like, say on that team, are you going to call Draymond that point guard, like of the Warriors? He's a plane so. issue. You have to say it's Steph, right? Yeah. I guess. But that's, I, just, I just I just don't see Steph. I I I think Steph is like he's so good that he's not a point guard because he just he, he doesn't defer. There's no deferment on him. It's not about making the best play. It, it is about making the best play for the team because the best play is Steph Curry, but it's it's a very specific way of t- attacking the game and it's about I'm about to score and if you try to double team me, I will pass it. But I feel like Chris Paul, John Stockton, Steve Nash or whatever are like I am so trying to find true the best point. Guards. I'm trying to find the best play and if you don't like if you're ma- mashing up everybody, guess what? I will score on you. And it's like that's kind of it. It's this the scoring comes secondary if that makes any sense. Like I don't know. That's just so how you I you want like true point guards pass first yeah. point guards. Yeah, pass first point. I, then I put Chris Paul top 5. Yeah. Okay. But yeah. Okay. That's if cool. We're talking about point guards. People who have the position. Yeah, I have them. Stockton, yeah. Chris Paul, and Kidd. Those are like my top three true point guard. And Nash. Like, and yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. You have to put. Hey, Nash sorry, what, yeah. Ryan. What was the difference between me and yours? I feel like we had, we said the same thing. No. I had Isaiah. I have Magic. I have Kid. I have oh, Stockton, and then I have Chris Paul. You have to put Magic in there, man. Yeah. He was, put Magic in there. He was the magic. point guard, right? I'll take guys. I'll yeah. take. I'll take Isaiah. Isaiah's probably going to drop. Oh, there yeah. You Y'all don't watch Isaiah. Go watch that uh, <laughs> Detroit documentary. Um, man. Oh, like, guess who Isaiah's favorite point guard is? I'm pretty sure Isaiah's favorite point guard is Steph. Uh, he's, I think he – I'm pretty sure I – I thought I saw something about him saying Steph is – Isaiah says some wild stuff. Uh, he says a lot of wild stuff. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's, he's a very bitter man. Um, <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Let's that move on to – generation is so bitter. <laughs> let's, um, let's move on to uh, Chris Paul's former team. Uh, the Clippers have, again, come back from 0-2 down and have tied is the series with 0-2 the Jazz. Kawhi a real thing? Is it a real 0-2 thing? Kawhi 0-2 Kawhi. Thing? It might be. Because Raptors, be. it happened again. Lord knows, we were there. We witnessed it. We loved it. But man, he's like we talked about Chris Paul and his mid range. Man, Kawhi's mid range is nasty. It's like it's it's up there, man. So I I probably put DeRozan. I put in that mid range that Kawhi in that mid range. Kevin Durant in that mid range, man. Like that's I feel like the best players have that weapon and. You see it with Kawhi. He could do it any way. And he's dunking on everyone. Like, even Embiid was impressed. Like, that's crazy. Like, if you can make superstars get out of their seat, man, you're, you're something to watch. So, number two, two's all around, man. Like, <laughs> I think Kevin got a, an amazing mid-range game, too, as well. And I think yeah. what really bothers me a lot with the fact that the mid-range isn't, like, just utilized so much. Like, you saw it in the Jazz. They don't have a mid-range game. It's either mm-hmm. three or they kick off to somebody for a dunk or a layup. Like it's it's like you can do other things. And that's why they keep getting in these holes so early in the game because they're like, no, we're gonna force this offense. We're gonna keep moving the ball and get that three-point shot. It's like, no, sometimes someone could just like go in there and take it, you know? Don, Donovan, just, Donovan Mitchell can do that to an extent. Yeah, he does to an extent, but they also need Conley to do that because Conley's the only other person who will do that. Like a Joe yeah. Ingles is in te- like exterior as fuck, but he he gets those like little drive for dunks. But like get that yeah. little jumper off, get that little bunny. Let's do it, you know. I don't they know, need I a facilitator, right? They're, yeah. they're missing, like you said, there's a Conley size hole and it's really showing, right? Like he was an integral part of that uh, team. And I feel like they're really missing them. They're really missing that facilitator. And like having jingles or like 
my close personal friend Jordan Clarkson do it. Like, I don't think it's the right move. <laughs> Can we actually give Clippers some credit though? Like all series. Oh yeah. Okay, no. here's the thing with the playoffs. Here's the thing with the playoffs in, in Twitter. Everyone overreacts after seeing one or two games. They just say, Oh, it's over, it's a wrap. Every I'm series this I'm round, yeah. when the Sixers yeah, went up, when the Sixers went up, Hawks are getting swept. When the when the Clippers <laughs> went up, or when the Jazz went up, Clippers are getting swept. Well, Denver did get swept, but I, I still don't <laughs> think anyone expected that. But I feel like everyone just overreacts, and like that's what happened again. We overreacted yeah. against the Clippers. Paul George and Kawhi. There's like a scary stat out that they're actually averaging the exact same points, rebounds, and assists, or like they've done that for like like the first couple of games, which is nuts. So like they're playing up to their level. Reggie Jackson is like he's playing crazy. Oh yeah, he's playing like that week he had in Detroit. Like he's going. No, he's playing like the old Clippers. Reggie Jackson. Remember old Clipper Reggie Jackson? No, no, he's playing like I'm better than Westbrook. OKC Reggie Jackson. Nah, there, there's man. always this like he talking there no there is this reggie jackson that keeps showing up where he's like damn is this guy a star and then he disappears for months and then you're like i guess injuries too and everything kind of slow a player down in his confidence but like yeah he's he's going out there like the last series a lot of the stuff was going through him and i don't think the clippers will be where they are if it wasn't for the addition of the others the others that's the, the good thing about reggie it's definitely no, the goggles, would. right? I think the goggles, like, <laughs> man, his sight is, like, on point now. But, like, with the Clippers, you want to give Clippers their flowers? Like, PG, man, no. like, he's come out. Like, he's balling. Sure. He's balling right now. And if you, like, the X factors on this team is Marcus Morris and Ooh. Reggie Jackson. If those guys are hitting, like, yeah. Yeah, they're firing on all cylinders, and there's no way stopping Clippers, man. So I think uh, Alan's right, and we're gonna see uh, Clippers Nets finals. <laughs> I bet oh, I, 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 no, I, I can't hop off. It'll be the yeah. worst if the Clippers and Nets make it to the finals. It'll be the worst podcast because you guys will be talking <laughs> like, Alan, what do you think?" I'm like, "I don't know. I didn't see the game. Wait, I didn't want to watch it." You got Clippers winning the series. I'll talk about like whatever I watched at that time. I'm like, "Oh, actually, you know what? On a Top Chef." Uh, it was great. So, see, I'll just, I'll just won't even answer the questions. I promise. So, That's, you got, I guarantee. You got, you got Clippers winning the series? Nah, I don't know, man. I, I don't know. The Jazz Any- are, are amazing at home. The Jazz are amazing at home, and I don't see them losing two home Three. games. Yeah, I don't see that. I don't see that happening. So, that that and, that, and take take with that information what you will. They can lose yeah. one. Yes, but they're not losing two. But the okay. clips are no like. Or, yeah. Look what happened in that map series. They literally well, took. Every, no, no, no. That, that was the, with the, that the, was the difference. The difference between the the difference between the Mavs game. Series, the, yeah, yeah. But the difference between the the Mavs game and the the, the, the Jazz is that like Luca was the only scoring option for the Mavs. The only and he got gas. He got tired and, by the third and quarter. And Luca's the king of LA. And I'm not talking no about the else, team. I'm talking about home court advantage. Yeah, the home court advantage. Yeah, but that's but that's just what happened. It was just that. I don't see that foreseeable happening where six players on the Jazz burn out. Like Donovan Mitchell, of course he's going to burn out. You know, um, Joe Ingles, yes. Uh, Joe Clarkson or Joe, uh, Jordan Clarkson, yeah. But I don't think every single one of them ever like the way it's just that next man up rotation of the Jazz. I don't see, foresee that happening to the Jazz the same way that it happened to the Mavs. Yeah, Man, they would have they would have had to do that like in the past two games and they didn't do it. I literally just got a flashback of Kawhi in the 2019 playoffs. And, man, in the finals, he took every away game. In the 
on the Bucks, he took all the away games as well. Most of the away uh, not games, the first, right? not the first, not the first, not not the first, first two, right? but yeah. the rest of them, right? So yeah, like we, Kawhi we is known to do this, man. Like it's I, it's history. Like I feel like just, he just turns it up when when he's away. Like he does. I don't and know if had, there's no pressure or more pressure. I don't know. You just he, I, I don't know. I personally think he had a better supporting cast in the Raptors in 2019. I think that Raptors team is far superior. <laughs> back to back, back to back. I think no, that's no, the, it, yeah. was. Shout out it Drake. was. Trip, 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 city, trip, city. We we were going for the third one right now. Um, but this is what yeah, we do, just, though. This is what we do. We doubt the clip. We doubt the Clippers, and then Kawhi wakes up, and then he just shits on everybody. <laughs> like that, that's, that's what happens. But also, too. Like, but once again, like I think what me and Dexter are saying something that always goes missed is that it's not just Kawhi. Marcus Morris and Reggie Jackson are having amazing games. Paul George is balling out. Luke Kennard so is, I know at awoken. the end of the game, when you go to the, the stat sheet and you go, oh, oh, wow, Kawhi Leonard's the face of the team. He scored a lot of these points. But, like, he didn't score a lot of the integral points. A lot of, like, the momentum stuff was, like, the bench or the second unit or even, like, a Paul George little surge here and there. And, like, Luke Kawhi Kennard. steadily has those points where he, he's like, yeah, you're, he's going he's gonna to get his 27. But I just don't think it's all Kawhi. I don't think we can. I don't know. I but I that O two Kawhi. I I don't know. I think that that might be a real thing where it's just like he he because him himself, what he can control is how efficient he is, and I think that is what we kind of see, but we kind of miss the bigger picture of like it's the team. The team helps him out too. Hey, this is the adversity know, bit of fan. fan. What can I say? This is the adversity yeah. champions go through. So maybe this is their narrative. Who knows? Um, just closing out, Dex. You had any final takes on Clippers Jazz? Who you got winning? I still, I still have to go Jazz because that's my initial pick, man. And you know, I can't flip up on people. Not, not as much as I did this week or last week with uh, <laughs> Lillard and uh, Trey Young. So I can't do it. I, I got to pick Jazz. Um, I'm going Jazz just because. Like I just want them to win, <laughs> but. but um, I, I, I was having this conversation with friends and family, like, and everyone was just like, yeah, Clippers are going to get ruined. I'm like, you guys got to give them a little bit more credit. Like, they're just not, they're not bums. Like, I, I know you guys, the cool thing is to trash them, to call playoff P, pandemic yes. P and all this, but they're not bums. Like, they're, they're, they're good. Like, they're a good, they're a good squad. So, uh, but I got Jazz in seven. Um, speaking of the Jazz, Rudy Gobert has been named to his third defensive player of the year which has ruffled some feathers and but it has also sparked a conversation because all other players who have won three or more defensive player of the years are either in the hall of fame or pretty much hall of fame bound so hall of fame or not is rudy gobert by the time his career is done is he gonna get in the hall of fame we'll start with dex i i don't think uh is ben wallace isn't he's officially as of this year in in the in the hall of fame like actual hall of fame or he's yes. nominated naismith basketball naismith basketball <laughs> hall of fame there's different levels to this man detroit <laughs> hall of fame is that <laughs> detroit <laughs> ben wallace as of this year is is hall of fame bound yes okay so you know you have to walk before you run so i think that's what they're doing so i think getting ben wallace paves the way for rudy gobert to get in uh, i think he's done enough I think uh, in this playoffs to see what happens if he wins a championship, man. Like he he could just walk into the Hall of Fame, you know what I mean? And uh, he he's yeah he I think he, he he has a chance to be in the Hall of Fame. I think let let's say yes because I don't want to guess. I'll say yes. <laughs> Alan, 
Yeah, I think <clears throat> I think he's a Hall of Famer. I think it rubs people the wrong way. Uh, because you know he's seven foot tall and he doesn't have the best feet, so I think a lot of people go, "How could that player player be whatever?" And I'm thinking, but like, but at the end of the day, it's a seven foot man who's moving around and trying his best to keep up with like the craziest, fastest, most athletic players in the world. Uh, so I think you have to give you know credit where credit is due. If he's the 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 top defensive player of the year three times in his career, of course he belongs there. He had and, some and phenomenal. Counting. And right, counting. exactly. His career is not done. His career is not done. And you pay you, like when when he even got his contract, a lot of people were like, "That much?" I'm like, "Well, guess what? You pay that much for defense." And now the Jazz are first place in the Western Conference, so it's like, yeah, I think he definitely is very valuable to a team, whether it's the Jazz or anyone else. He just has a little bit about him that's just like, I am going to change the way this game is played. I'm going to make sure the other team uh, tries to figure out different ways to score. Because uh, I am going to be out there just swatting things away, and I, it's nice to see that. Because I feel like a lot of times, especially during the era of like posterization and social media, a lot of big men like kind of abandon the idea of trying to block a dunk or block a, an attempt at the net. And I like to see players that don't care, or maybe they just pretend they don't care and just try to actually defend these things and make sure their team, uh, you know, doesn't give up uh, two two points. And you know, so shout out to, to to Rudy Gobert, definitely a Hall of Famer. And uh, I wish him well in his career. Yeah, yeah you know, um, you can't deny it. it's three defensive player of the years. It's not an easy award to win. Like every year we get mad that our favorite guys aren't, you know, even mentioned in the top five. Like guys battle for this. Like there's prideful guys for the defensive player of the year. Um, there's people who campaign for it. Ben Simmons campaigns for it. The Sixers campaign for Ben Simmons for it. Uh, Giannis prides himself on his defense. Draymond Green, you guys know how much he talks about defense all year, saying that he's the best defense player in NBA history. So, like, it's an award that people are actually very prideful to win. So the fact that Rudy Gobert has won it three times now um, and his Jazz are literally top five in defense almost, like, I'm pretty sure, like, since he's been winning this award, he's had them in the top five um, in, in most years. So, yeah, you know what? I'm going to say he is. Uh, and the fact that he's young and his career is still going on, maybe he gets five. Like, yeah. who knows? Like, ugh, like he That's, has the ability to. That being said, defense is very overrated. <laughs> <laughs> defense is very overrated yeah. from Dex. It's apparently. so overrated. It's uh, not. It's just a beautiful 40. Science. Give me a buck 40 defense. and you're winning the game. Bruh. Buck 40. Oh. Can't drop buck That's forty on me because I won't let you do it. I'll score a buck forty. You won't. You know score what's better 40. defense? Better offense. <laughs> oh yeah. Speaking I, uh, of, oh, yeah. yeah. Oh no, no, go, go, go for it. Go for it. Uh, no, I've already forgot what I was going to say. <laughs> Speaking of offense, bad defense. Let's, <laughs> let's talk about the Hawks tying up the series against the Sixers. Ooh, we um, believe. Is that Cleveland? I feel like they stole that. That's going. But they just say believe. That's what they say. Do the Hawks say we believe? It's believe. I think that's what oh, it is. Oh, believe. Oh, so they just took out the we and not try to copy Golden State. Oh, okay. Well, was it Golden State we believe? Yeah. They just we believe that. Warriors. We believe Warriors. Um, Hawks tie up the series uh, with the Sixers with, again, a series that after the first two games, people are like, yeah, Sixers going to, you know, gentlemen sweep them. You know, they're too big. And to be honest, I was one of them. I thought Embiid. Uh, Tobias, uh, your veteran playoff coach, your your veterans on that team like Dwight and uh, um, uh, Danny Green would be just too much. And I felt this series was headed to like four and one. 
but the Hawks steal one in Philly. Uh, they lose the first game at home, but come back and win the second game at home. So um, the, the that game, though, uh, Atlanta's crowd is ridiculous. And I feel like everyone – I feel like 50% of that building thinks they're a rapper. Like, I just look at the crowd. They probably are. <laughs> and everyone has mics in their hand. They're all Migos. And they all got shades. Yeah. And I'm like, is everyone dressed up as a rapper? <laughs> like, <laughs> But, like, they're all good with Trey Young. And and they love Bogey down there, Bogdanovich. Um, like they got they got they got Big they got shot. a good crowd. Yeah. Um, but I I like watching the Hawks games because it's a young team. Nobody thought they were going to be here. Nobody thought they were going to be this far, and nobody thought they were going to be two and two with the Sixers with the chance to at least win two games. So they're growing up before our eyes. And every John Collins dunk put back or block pisses me off because he's not coming. <laughs> he's not leaving. Like there's no, like if you're do you Atlanta, want him though, he's not that efficient. I he's do, just like, I do. but like if you're the Raptors and the Mavericks where rebounding yeah. has been a thing where you're just dying to get my rebounder, but he is. Yeah. Okay. I'm yeah. We are dying to get a rebounder. And I love getting a player who's just like, so active on the glass and put backs and, and lobs and whatnot. But like, I don't know. He's not going to change a franchise, like I mean, a franchise as like as a two of the second best player. I don't think that's great that he's the second best player for the Hawks. I think with well, we don't even know if Kyle's going to be here, but I think with Kyle Lowry, him and like I just see I just see a pick and roll where he's just catching lobs. I see him and Van Vliet. I see. That. Yeah, I, I, I get that. I, if it happens, I'm happy for. It, but I'm not like I think because he's not going to be the second best player on our team for the Mavericks. No. He's going to be your second best player. Oh, you, yeah, want somebody, <laughs> you want somebody else? <laughs> like, oh my god, him and Luca would be ridiculous. Um, him, Luca, and KP. Oh my god, it's a wrap. Get KP though. <laughs> we'll we'll save, save that. Save that. Save that. Save that. Save that. Okay, let, 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 let's 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 talk about it. Are we surprised the Hawks are two and two? Do they have a chance to win the series, Ivan? Yeah, they got a chance. <clears throat> if you're playing, you have a chance. Everyone's got a chance. Um, it all just comes down to what happens in that fourth quarter. You know, which team is the team that wants to be the best team in the fourth quarter? And I think a lot of these uh, these games have come down to that. And it, whether it's people who can't guard and beat and he just goes to the line and takes over or Trey Hawk gets cold, you know, goes to ice cold Trey, Trey Young. Uh, the last game, he saw him more as a facilitator. And that's what I've been saying. He is not Steph Curry. He is a guy who wasn't from far. Yeah. But he is no, uh, number one, a facilitator who can score, who's a very good scorer. So it's it's, it's good that he kind of leaned on that to help his team get to that that victory. And Embiid had a chance to win the game. He really did. So uh, it's kind of hard. It's kind of hard. So these games are literally just by like a flip of the coin with the last three minutes of the game. So, yeah, they do have a chance. And I, I, I personally want to see – like it depends. It honestly depends. If the Nets make it to the next round, I want the 76ers to be there. But if 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 Milwaukee gets there, I want to see the Hawks. That's how I want to see it. I want good things for Atlanta. Yeah, you got a point. Yeah. I think you want to see the more mature, more developed team face the Nets rather than the young Hawks that could kind of like get by on a whim against the Sixers. Like, you're right. It comes down to the fourth. Every game is coming down to the fourth. The Sixers were up like 18 points, and then the Hawks just brought it back. And then they almost gave it up in the fourth again. So it's like their fourth quarter execution isn't the greatest. Trey Young's shots weren't falling, but he did become a facilitator at the end, which is why they, I think they got the win. He was finding people in the right places. But Ducks, what do you got? Do you feel the Hawks can knock off the Sixers? Do we get an upset or no? Well, I think the last game showed that. I, I think they got new life. I think it shows that if it goes down to the wire, they can win. And I think that, 
Nate McMillan is out coaching Doc Rivers, man. <laughs> I'm sorry, Doc Rivers is very overrated, <laughs> and they're really missing Danny no, Green, man. Danny Green, championship, back to back champion. Uh, but I, I'll give Nate McMillan his flowers. I'll give Ice Trey his flowers. You know, when he needed a pass, he gave that pass to John Collins, and he hit that big three. So John Collins, shout out to you as well. Um, but yeah, Doc Rivers is very overrated and uh, he doesn't know how to drop a play at the end. And uh, we're seeing that. We're seeing him exposed. And uh, I, like I said before, <laughs> I said it's on the last podcast. I, I said Hawks in six, man. Like I doubted them the first round. I, this, All season. I just feel like it was so close. <laughs> like season. they won a nitty gritty, nitty gritty win. And that's what they needed. They needed that little hope of like that little light to show that oh you could you could beat this team like you could take it and it the series is tied it's two two man and i don't know just new series i'd love to see hawks nets (laughs) i will say the winner of game five wins the series okay safe safe bet and who is that though I, Who's that, I, I don't think that's pick. I don't think that's easy. I don't I really don't think it's as easy as that. I really don't. No? Like if the Hawks somehow sneak away a win in 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 Philly, you think they're they're can finish it off just, just like that. You know how much pressure it is I think to with the win Hawks crowd at yeah. home on six. It takes a seriously determined team if, to do if that. They got if they got it takes Quavo, a lot. They got Quavo, Ludacris, <laughs> two chains, uh, 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 Oscar, Sierra, Sierra. <laughs> like um, I, I, yeah, like I, like like little the Philadelphia Seventy Sixers. Like, well, like them or not, they have playoff experience. They've been to Game Sevens before. They've done the thing before. So, yeah. a, a, a a pressurized game to win a Game <laughs> Six, that's hard. And then now you hey. bring it back to Philly. Yeah. That's on yeah. them now. So, hey. I don't think the person who wins Game Five is necessarily going to win. If the Sixers oh. win Game Five, they they win the series. If the Sixers win Game Five, they win the series. Once again, I don't you know. Got, you got two I don't know. more. I don't know who I said. I don't know who I said who was going to win, but it's going to be a good, <laughs> it's going to be a good three games. <laughs> I don't I know. I don't know what sparked it, but Alan, I I don't know. You said something, but I feel like Embiid is going to go down as like a Patrick Ewing. I think I he's going to. I feel like that's what it's his career is going to be. Like he's amazing center. He's great, but like. We don't see Patrick Ewing as like an all-time center, and I just feel like their careers—I don't know what it is—but their careers are very similar. But isn't that make you sad though? Because we're looking at Embiid, and we're like, "This player's an MVP. This player's a once-in-a-lifetime generation. Whatever doesn't win a championship. Well, guess what? History forgets you then. Like Patrick Ewing, like amazing player, huge foil mm -hmm. for like for like Jordan and all these different players over the time. Best big man in the league didn't win a championship exactly, and then we just forget about him. Exactly. Like when we have these big man conversations, like Patrick Ewing just falls through the cracks, right? Like he was amazing. I think it was maybe like Embiid missed that uh, layup and so did Patrick Ewing. Maybe that's where the comparison (laughs) I I see, but I just, uh, just something you said, I don't know, it sparked it. They're both international big men. They're, they've both kind of not choked, but like obviously blew it in a high pressure situation. And it kind of looks like, you know, if they don't win, then their legacy might be tarnished. But, you know, Embiid could possibly still ch- turn that around, hopefully. Uh, but I, I, I like that comparison. I like that comparison. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> can we look at – Oh, my God. Patrick Ewing, one season, averaged four blocks a game. Can I just say that? <laughs> I be- See? He lost the cracks. But, like, 
It's those long ass arms. You know that, right? Yo, 28 points per game, 10 rebounds or 11 rebounds because it's 10.9 and four blocks. That's insanity. His wingspan was like nine feet for sure. It's (laughs) it's ridiculous. Four blocks. Like, did he not win defensive player of the year that year? (laughs) Like, I hope he did. Yeah. (laughs) That's the thing. Like, there's so much stuff that comes out of like Nick Phantom that, like, is this real or is this just like blown up because Nick Van said it? So it's it's hard sometimes, you know, with a lot of that. Because Nick propaganda Um, is huge, huge. That's why I was like, I I wish this title were true, but (laughs) it is tied. So let's look at the last. Yeah, wait a minute. Here. Uh, the Nets. The Nets currently lead the Bucks two one no, with game no. four. No, they don't. Reel it back, Ryan. It's two two. Two. So apologies. Two two. <laughs> hold on, hold the on. Nets and the Bucks it. are tied two two. Whoops, 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 apologies. Whoops, with game five tonight, and if you're listening to this again. The day is the 15th of June. This is Tuesday. Game five is tonight. So, yes, if you're listening, the game is basically on in the next, like, 10 minutes. <laughs> so forgive us if we're a day behind. And but Harden uh, is playing tonight. Harden is playing tonight. So 100%? Yeah. Isn't he going to take warm-ups? That was the whole thing? He's in. It was reported he's playing tonight, and I think he needed to make that call because, yeah, uh, to be honest – as much as I'm a, a KD fan and I feel like he is one of the, the second best player in the league, I don't know if he has enough by himself really without at least one oh, yeah. significant star to, to, to beat Giannis, Drew Holiday, and uh, Dexter's favorite, uh, Middleton. So it's like, yeah. Like, Harden needs to be here for KD so that they can at least make this uh, a, a competitive game. Um, I if if Harden's playing and if Harden doesn't pull anything and doesn't re-injure himself, I got I got the Nets taking this. Um, and uh, pre pre show pre show I was telling Dex if the Nets are healthy, they win. If they're not, I feel like the Bucks can win this. And can we just say this? Can we just stop this now? Kevin Durant is not the best basketball player. He was never better than LeBron. Second. I'm just re- said, I'm ready for this. I said I'm second. ready. I he said second. I was going to ask you guys. Sorry. Lucas the first. Not playing. <laughs> <laughs> I can't see. He couldn't even do it. He couldn't get to it. Uh, but I, I was going to ask you guys, if Kevin Durant does lose this series without Kyrie, without Harden, what, what does it do to his legacy? I feel like people are going to like – Tarnish his legacy because no, no. he's, LeBron he's only known. LeBron fans, <laughs> he's only known. No, no, but finals for the last what few years, right? And then every other year he's been injured, right? Yeah. So I, I, I don't think it will tarnish his grip because already the people who want to who hate LeBron, <laughs> love Kevin Durant, have already spoken. They go, it's different. It's injured. He loses. He lost players. Those same people in 2015 were like, LeBron is the best player, so why isn't he winning? How come he's not beating Kevin Durant, Jane, or, uh, Steph Curry, and Clay Thompson, and Draymond Green? It's the same bullshit that happened then, but nobody wants to acknowledge that. So they're giving him a huge pass already. I've seen it. I've seen Stephen A. Smith talk about it. I've seen uh, – well, Max Kellerman called him out, so good for him. Uh, Shannon Sharp also called out uh, fucking Skip Bayless, who was also – do you want – also, Dexter, does that make you feel good that you and Skip Bayless have the same opinion on something? Doesn't that feel oh, weird? Yeah. Doesn't that oh, feel yeah. wrong? Doesn't that feel Number a little two. wrong? Number two. Number <laughs> two. <laughs> if, you, if you hold this – like, and, 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 I don't know. I, I make all this to say this. I'm like, LeBron would not get – 
painted with or given the same kid gloves. He wouldn't get the same treatment. LeBron 2018 campaign was one of the best we've ever seen from anybody in the history of the NBA. He took that shitty ass fucking team to the NBA finals to lose, to get slaughtered, because that's what was going to happen. There was no way that he could possibly have won that. But if we're going to call out, if we're not going to give LeBron a pass, why are we giving Kevin Durant a pass? That's all. I'm not, I'm not saying, because I think, yeah, he did lose two players. He shouldn't win. Like, if he does this, he's beating the odds. I am agreement on that. But I just want to say, also, you didn't do that for LeBron James, so why are we doing this now? So that's where I remind my Kevin Durant, Kevin Durant came back from an Achilles injury. Oh, get the fuck out That's of here. That's what it is, right? He's come back. He's the comeback kid. Get the fuck out LeBron ain't never been injured. LeBron ain't never been injured and come yeah, back to anything. Look at the spin Achilles. You know the people who come back from Achilles injuries is the great Kobe Bryant and the great Kevin Durant. LeBron's never been injured. That now, listen, listen. Spin. Now, if that LeBron comes spin. back next year with that <laughs> ankle injury, you know. It's six LeBron. That's then, different. Then, oh, six yeah. LeBron's going to hurt someone. So, so, to get this. To get oh, this. six LeBron. I told for, you. For LeBron to be great, for LeBron to be great, he has to get an Achilles injury and then come back. And <laughs> that's what he has to do. If he doesn't do it. If he doesn't do it, he's not better than Kobe. No, nope. he doesn't do it. He's not better than Clay Thompson. No, nope. he doesn't yeah. do it. He's not better than Kevin Durant. Yo, facts no yeah. printer. And he got to shoot a free throw while he does it. I, I don't. I don't want to. I don't want to talk about like Glenn Davis. I don't want to quote Glenn Davis, but like you got weak ankles, you got weak ankles. <laughs> but like now, nah, like I think one thing LeBron does is keep his body in shape, and it, it's it's. I think that's. I think not 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 trying to harp on Kevin Durant and Kobe Bryant and like the Clay Thompsons, but like can we just like. The fact that LeBron has 18 years and this is like the injuries that we're seeing now at the end of it after a shortened, like that's what it comes down to. That's And then I want people to give the flowers where flowers are due. And that's where LeBron becomes the greatest of all time. It's not just the, the basketball stuff. It's the keeping his body and his mind and everything in shape. Every the consistency, 18 seasons. God damn. He he's been my number one player for for. Since 2011, uh, he's been my number one player for, <laughs> since since then. Since then, I know what happened that year. <laughs> I know a lot of people him. forgot what happened that year because um, it was a long time ago. But it changed him. <laughs> but can we bring it back? Can we bring it back? Yeah. And yeah, I said Kevin Durant is the second because I have LeBron as the first. But uh, Bucks tie the series. Um, do the Nets win tonight? Hell yes. The Nets are taking this in blowout fashion. I feel like Chris Middleton is going to be trash. Something's going to happen with Chris Middleton. He yeah. he can't be trusted. Just look at his face. There's something about him. He cannot be trusted. I would take Chris Middleton as my second any day. Okay. I, I actually have a hot take. I think they should trade Chris Middleton for okay. CJ McCollum oh, because they would get more scoring and the ball's in CJ McCollum's hands. And less and defense. In, on the other Wait. side – you have more defense for Portland and a three-point shooter. Yeah, but you can't do straight up. You got Milwaukee has to. Oh, give up you would else. have to. You would have to. Milwaukee has to give up something else. Like, give me a Dante DiVincenzo really? or something like that. Milwaukee yeah. has I don't to give think up something so. else. I think straight you up. Think, you, I, I think feel like Middleton that, that's, and CJ McCollum are on the same playing field. No, no, no. no that's CJ McCollum. Portland has to give up something else. I think CJ McCollum. Portland has to give up more. Yeah. No, no, I don't. Not even contracts. I just think like player, like ability. You think CJ McCollum and Chris Middleton are the same? Either it goes straight or Portland gives more. 
Wow. You think a little, a Middleton little is better than CJ McCollum? Go to below the hardwood. Go. I, I, think, I, I think I have. <laughs> Are you okay, okay. I'm, I'm thinking. I'm thinking. You know why? Because I'm thinking of Mavericks wise. That's why. So don't, don't listen to me. Don't listen to me. Yo, no don't way. Yeah, I'm thinking Mavericks wise. I don't want to shit on minds for the Mavericks. I'm not. Dexter, I like Chris Middleton. I, I will say he is no CJ McCollum. CJ McCollum has been impeded as far as his growth as an NBA player because he's playing with Dame. He's playing in that huge ass shadow. No and I've been telling him to separate those two for a long no time. No defense. So what does so so what does yeah, Dame? Chris, have Chris Middleton's a better defensive player. He's a, yeah, yeah, of course he is, of course he is. But I, I think if you're talking about like one and two comparisons, I would take CJ McCollum like a hundred times that's, over Chris Middleton. That's the. I, I don't think they're that's far the off take. from each other. I don't think yeah. they're far off from each other. Yeah. But uh, as far as I think, who's going to win tonight? Uh, and people who listen, just let me know if I'm wrong. Uh, I think it's going to be the Nets. I think with any other coach, any other system, any other night, as far like as Steve Nash already put. The the fix in early. He talked about PJ Tucker and how he, he he's not even playing basketball. What is he even playing? Why is he guarding Kevin Durant? So like get the fuck out of it. Like I know what you're doing because like you have to do that, but also get the fuck out of here. That's basketball. That is it, it, the fact that you're mad because your uh, draft legs is not as strong as PJ Tucker doesn't mean shit. All right. And by draft legs, I do mean Kevin Durant. Uh, but <laughs> so he's playing him tough, and guess what's gonna happen? He's gonna get real quick whistles immediately. First two, in the first quarter, watch. Watch what happens. This is my prediction. I'm Nostradamus right now, or Nostradamus. Uh, P.J. Tucker is going to get two quick fouls in the first quarter, and he's not going to be on Kevin Durant for a lot. Kevin Durant's going to go off for a lot of it, and then the game's going to be in for the Nets. They're in Brooklyn. It's what's going to happen. Um, also, Mike Budenholzer. I don't think he's going to make the amount of adjustments to put pressure on Kevin Durant. They can go on both ends of the court. He's not smart enough to do that. He's not going to pull it off. So, and Giannis, I think I think Giannis is one of the most passive superstars that we've seen in the last couple of years. I don't think he's bad. I think he's very passive. I think the game comes to him. He doesn't go and take it. And Kevin Durant does that. And I think Kevin Durant has an opportunity here to do that. And, and I think Kevin Durant, once again, he is on Twitter. He's on Twitter. He hears everything that we're saying right now. Kevin Durant's listening. Yes, you, Kevin Durant. I know I called you draft, draft legs 12 seconds ago. Guess what? I'm sorry if we meet in real life because you beat me up. But also, I think you hear everything. So what he's going to happen is going to respond to that. This is going to be a huge game for Kevin Durant. Huge. It's going to drop a crazy amount of points. Take over the offense. James Harden is going to play. It's going to. You know, I hope he doesn't Anthony Davis himself because, like, I don't want to see that. I want to see these stars playing, and I want them to have like fruitful careers. But I definitely think the Nets are going to take this game. I I really think Kevin Durant's going to have like a Rucker. Rucker yeah. game, legendary like if you, game five, legendary game five. He's he's gonna have that game in the Rucker, and I think he's gonna light it up. And even I feel like his confidence is gonna go up just seeing Harden on the court. Like I feel like everyone's confidence is gonna go up, like just getting the ball because Harden's gonna facilitate this game. I don't think he's gonna try to score a bunch. I think he's gonna facilitate, especially if his hamstring is bad. He's gonna play zero defense. He's gonna play that <laughs> Matador defense for sure, but. Like with Harden on the court, that just gives you confidence. He'll get to the right person. And as long as they nail their shots, man, and Kevin Durant's doing his thing, I think it's a wrap. Yeah. And, and once again, I don't think Budenholzer will attack James Harden. You shouldn't yeah. be attacking him every single play. But here's, here's a question. If Kyrie Irving in, uh, get injured, do you think James Harden will be playing in game five? No. So he's forcing I himself. Think they I think they would have thought they had enough to win, and they would have rested hard until the series was done. I don't just know. I, they're rushing it. They're definitely rushing if, it. I I think the difference would be if the Nets won last game, they'd seed them. But if it like two two, 
I think so they, that, I think it would play already. So wait, I think so, it would play. So so if Kyrie, if Kyrie was good, they, he would be playing. Yeah, I think he'd still play yeah. game five. I feel like that hamstring, like he the way he yeah. just walked off, it, it it didn't look too too bad. I, the, the like hamstrings about, are tough, right? It's very yeah, I've, iffy, I've right, but I tore my hamstring. It's a weird yeah. injury. It's like you're hurt. But you can still like move. You can move. You can yeah. walk. It's just that when you do that like deep kind of like pushing and all that stuff that you need from like sports, that's where you just you've lost everything. So you can walk around. You can walk around and not look bad at all. You won't even walk with a limp, to be honest. Like, but like even when I first got my 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 when I when I my, I tore my hamstring, um, first I felt a pop and I thought someone punched me in the back of the leg and I was like, who did that? And I looked around, nobody beside me. And I was like, oh shit, that was a non-contact injury. So I'm just like walking off the field. I'm like, let me see if I can still play. Went back on the field, tried to play some soccer. I'm like, you know what? I can't do that. <laughs> and I go sit down. And I was like, all right, I think something really bad happened to me. And it's it's this weird wow. kind of thing. And it, it takes away from me because like even when I got healthy and I healed back up, I lost uh, I lost speed, I lost jumping ability, I lost all that different stuff because I didn't rehab it because I'm not a pro. Uh, so yeah, it's 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 a weird injury, and I. I I really hope he's not forcing himself to keep going through it because, like, I don't, I don't want to see James Harden not play next season. I want to see him thrive. I think it was just the extra weight maybe he put on. <laughs> maybe he put too much weight on that hamstring, and then uh, yeah. it just collapsed for one game. I feel they're forcing it. Um, like, yeah, they, they got Three a lot of pressure. Win, right? They got they got a lot of pressure. If, uh, like I mentioned before, if if they're healthy, like they got at least two of the three stars, Nets mm-hmm. win. If not, I got the bucks. But tonight, tonight, tonight. Um, I think James, like Dex said, I think James Harden becomes a facilitator, which means Kevin Durant is in for a luck, uh, a lot of good passes, a lot of good playmaking, and Kevin's gonna have like forty tonight. Um, I think Kevin's gonna have forty plus tonight. James is gonna have ten plus assists. Nets win in a close game. Close game. Yeah. But no one's <laughs> talking about Mike James out here. Mike James is putting Mike up some James, big buckets. Who? Also, that's the thing. Like, you talked about Coach Bud, like not adjusting. I feel like he won't adjust. Like, he's gonna play like Kyrie's still playing. Yeah. Like, and that, like, that's stupid. What? Like, it's different people now. Like, it's Mike James now. You're gonna get the like Mike James. (laughs) Uh, You're gonna get the Bruce Browns. Like stepping up you're gonna get blake griffin trying to step up you know what i mean so and they didn't game plan for james harden i don't think they game plan for him all probably all series right i'm and sure i'm sure coming well coming into game one they had some type of plan exactly they but, probably did game one and two i think i still think that's there i think you know when they get the word james is playing tonight they they have the phones they hey guys like this is what, what, what you're doing what pisses me off about Bud that I see even from like uh, Malone, Mike Malone, Mike Malone, post Malone, yeah. uh, the coach. Denver? Um, <laughs> it, it was just like there is even in Monty Scott too as well. Um, Monty Scott, Monty uh, Williams, Monty Williams. I know that's a comedian. Shout out to Monty Scott. That's the third time in a podcast I've done that because yeah. <laughs> I keep saying his name. But um, there is this there's this aggression that happens with a star after a pick and roll that I have not seen with with uh and i get it you have two stars on the court and you can't have the help man kind of push so hard but like there is still a, a change in defensive scheme that we've seen from other coaches throughout these playoffs i like i call those two because those those two i remember specifically seeing i'm sure it happened way more times with other teams but with Budenholzer, there's this stubbornness to change anything and it's so funny that people are talking about 
potential people to take over his job while he's still doing his job. That's how bad. Round, how bad are you as a coach? Up. But that's but that's the thing. It's not. It's not. It's his fault that this is happening. He really? needs to do something. Yes. I think that's disrespectful from everybody else. It's disrespectful. Oh, of course it's disrespectful. Mm. But you know why it's disrespectful? Because you allowed it to be disrespectful. You can, you do you think it's do you think it's coach Bud telling Giannis like, oh, pull up three? Like that's okay. No, no it's it's him not, not telling him not to what do that. is happening with that. I don't know why he's pulling up three. Someone needs no to sit op- him down and be like, hey, listen, like. We're behind you. Like, is there someone just saying we're behind you? Yeah, go shoot your threes. You have a whole uh, locker room voting for you to shoot threes. Like, but it's the Nets locker room. Like, (laughs) someone needs to sit him down and be like, yo, you got to stop that shit. I, I know I'm not a I'm not a coach and I'm 100% like water, water cooler fucking coaching. But like, I would throw Giannis in different spots like even in game four we saw a very off the ball Giannis that was cutting after somebody was dropped true holiday was dropping or, or whatever and that's deadly so do that sometimes also maybe make Giannis the person who sits the pick because guess what if he picks and seals somebody and rolls to the basket i don't see how someone can stop that if you go drew holiday and Giannis off a of pick and roll what's gonna happen someone's gonna score i don't think everything has to go through Giannis. i don't think he just has to sit off to the side and get that shot and that four second three point shot that we keep seeing that we hate oh to see God. you know no, it's no. upsetting. You, it's upsetting somebody who is so dominant not be dominant. That's my problem. And that's why they like, need CJ McCollum. But yeah, like CJ McCollum, he does. He he's still dominant. He still runs. He's in dominant. The lane, gets whatever he wants. I think it's and it's and it's he gets tired. He, you know, he, he can't should do be that able, possession. But he should be able to get a point or a free throw anytime he wants. Mm-hmm. That should be it. Yeah, yeah, no, Always. I agree. I three agree. possessions, two of them should end up in a score or a free throw at a three. And that every that's time. why Drew, that's why Drew Holiday is there, right? Like he should be also, but he shouldn't have the- to do all of that though. He shouldn't have to. Those effective points that change momentum in a game should be Giannis. If you're going to be the star, you have to do that. And it yeah. doesn't have to be you scored. You can still be a facilitator. You can still look off and pass off and do something to like get your team to get that he, point. But he needs to emotional, he's not there. He's not there. Yeah. He needs to become a better passer with his uh, athletic ability and his ability to just get in the paint. And the fact that three mans will like literally have their eyes on him when he comes in, you should have your head on a swivel, like Luca and LeBron and just be able, Oh yeah, you're wide open. Boom. We need more of that. I think it's also his confidence, right? Like I think he'll take it to the rack more and like draw those fouls. If he knew he was a better free throw shooter. Like, if he were shooting 80%, 90% from the free throw line, he would change the whole game. Like, the whole entire league would be afraid of this guy. If he could shoot free throws, so maybe like, it would be a throw. different game. He could average 40 points. He could average 40 and 20 if he really wanted to. Yeah. If He just needs to work on his free throws, and I really think it's a confidence thing with uh, Giannis. I just feel like he doesn't think he's the two-time MVP. So, so okay, maybe, maybe it is coaching then. I know he won't come out and admit it. I don't. I think he loves Bud, but maybe he does need another coach that is going feckless, to a feckless him. coach, Coach Bud. And I'm pretty <laughs> sure I'm using that word correctly. Feckless. But if it's Dan Tony, no. 
Like if it's Dan Tony. Hey, no. Dan Tony loves a high pick and roll. And guess what? Giannis is great at pick and roll. I feel Dan Tony be more suited in like a Portland situation, but I I, I do find it disgusting mm. that even Rick Carlisle's name has been mentioned for this yeah. job. Like, mm-hmm. like you guys need to stop. Like, I'm sorry, that's disrespectful. The guy, the guy is still it's two two. It's not like it's three hey, one. And they're you're not sexing your Gentleman's partner right. Man. If you're not sexing your partner right, <laughs> other people are gonna be like, "What's going on?" You know what I'm saying? So it's like think- he's in the middle of sex, and they're like, "Yo, this guy's not hitting it right." Want me to tag it? Want me to tag it? I'll tag it right I'll, now. I'll get I'll get his Uber, and and you can take over. Sorry. So who's Who's your guys' pick uh, for coach? I'm not doing this. I think I have one. I'm not, I think I have one. I'm not disrespecting Coach Butler in the series. Here, what if he wins tonight? Here's a pick, here's a pick for the You Bucks. still get a new coach. Eric Spolstra. That's going to add a little bit of integrity to their defense, get rid, and then also add him in the offense. And remember when I said he wasn't great? I just think a, a, a change of somebody who knows how to understand personalities and players. I think that's the one thing Eric Spolscher, he's not really good at like uh, the, the X's and O's, but he's really good at managing personalities. And I think that's what Giannis kind of needs. He needs that person to be in his corner, be like, you're a superstar, be a superstar. I think that's why I have Jeff Van Gundy. I feel <laughs> like Jeff Van Gundy might be Is he be ready? Coach. I, I, I want to see that. I'm ready to see Jeff Van Gundy to be a coach. And I think <laughs> yeah. uh, the Bucks will be a Perfect fit to be honest. Like I know Van Gundy is an amazing coach, but I couldn't take him seriously. I just feel like he'd just be making jokes on the players. He's like Middleton, get your across the That's what they the need. Court. They probably need that. <laughs> he'd just yeah, be they, talking shit they to need everybody. That, he'd call like, up Mark Jackson. He's like, yo, these guys are bums. <laughs> Can you help me? Come be my assistant. I, I forgot what I was listening to or, or watching, but they said this i think it was charles barkley he said this could be if the bucks lose this is the biggest choke job of yeah. like history something of the nba something needs to it change. Is. and maybe maybe it's coach bud maybe it's middleton i don't think they give up on the core that quick because they just got drew but yeah you know what okay if they lose it's coach coach is gone because you just got drew i don't think you're giving up on middleton yet so you can't give up i don't know do you give up on Giannis? Do you nah, say you he's, up, he's you don't give up on your stuff? Like he's no, 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 no. I'm not saying give up on him like Star has give up on you. I'm <laughs> saying give him up as in he's the number two. Like he's a Batman. He's but not the super. Who's your number one? Who would no. you get to be no. number one then? Who's, who's you, than you pick up a Luca. You pick up no, a, no, a, no, a number no. one. You know what? You Speaking. get a real number one. Speaking of of number Good one. Segue. That's your segue. And Luca. I, I really didn't. We, have, we, we, spent one, a, we spent a long time. We spent a long time on butts. <laughs> we spent a long time on butts nest. Can we talk about it today on all my Mavericks? <laughs> oh my god! If you're on NBA Twitter, people, not even on NBA Twitter. If you just read articles, um, Tim Cato, Mavericks reporter or person who uh, covers the Mavericks, um, a good NBA guy on Twitter to follow. So check him out. Works for the Athletic came out with a what Mark Cuban has called a, an opinion piece on the Dallas Mavericks front office. Um, there's a guy that Mark Cuban hired in 2018. I'm going to butcher his name because it's just a ridiculous name. Um, see, I, I don't even have his name. Uh, Holoburos. Again, I could be mispronouncing this. Um, Holoburos. Basically... This guy has made millions of dollars off NBA games. He's a gambler. 
He um, plays poker. Uh, and apparently he was hired for analytics um, from the Mavericks in 2018. Not a guy that everyone's going to know. I'm pretty sure my co-host probably never heard of him. Uh, but basically this article explains that the Dallas Mavericks uh, front office has just completely dropped the ball in terms of supporting Luca with one teammates uh, Two, there was a Dallas Mavericks game uh, versus the New York Knicks where the Knicks basically won. And this guy was sitting courtside. Um, he basically walked out on the Mavs who were down a, a large amount, but did bring it within like seven points, ended up losing to the Knicks. And Luca kind of took it personally that he felt like this guy just gave up on the team. Um, and from that point on, he apparently never attended, attended another game. Um, uh, which again apparently irked the superstar Luca a little bit. So th there's a rift between this exec and Luca, and people in the organization feel that this exec has had too much influence on Mark Cuban, too much influence on the Mavericks' decisions. And apparently, in the last draft, he actually had the final call or a big say on who they drafted without actually even going to the Mavericks scouting department. So it's this guy that not a lot of people even knew was even in charge. Like unless you're a Mavericks fan or unless you knew of him, uh, of his gambling and, and the fact that he's made millions of dollars off the NBA and been on a lot of podcasts, talking to a lot of important people, you don't really know who this guy is. So uh, the article basically uh, from Tim Cato, I, I, he was just on Mavericks uh, Moneyball, um, Moneyball Mavericks podcast and basically explained that this isn't really about this guy and the, the rift that Luca has with him, but it's more about the Mavericks front office failures. Um, I actually came out with a tweet a couple, a week ago, just kind of going through the different things that as a Mavericks fan that I've had to experience. And it starts as early as, you know, giving Eric Dampier a shit ton of money in free agency after one amazing season with Golden State. Um, dropping the ball with Seth, Seth Curry twice. We released Seth Curry twice. We let this man walk or traded him um, in two different off-seasons. Um, like you're there, missing a couple here, there, right? There's breaking up the 2011 championship team. There's obviously striking out on a lot of free agents. The whole breaking up the 2011 team was because they were trying to get free agents that they struck out on. But yeah, like people, basically this article is saying that the Mavericks front office has been together for years and they're basically been given a pass. They haven't been given the proper, Hey, you guys need to fix yourselves or get the fuck out. And it's been the same guys predominantly since Dirk's been there till the fact that Dirk's left. So this article is basically come out and now people are thinking, Hey, Luca might not want to stay. Luca's not, let's get this straight. Luca's not going to pass 200 million. That's the biggest rookie contract oh. in <clears throat> NBA history. You yeah. don't just pass on signing 200 million. He's signing it. It's, it's, a a max, right? it's a supermax, right? It would be, I don't know if this is supermax because this is like a rookie contract extension. Oh, okay. So it's like, it's 200 million though, right? It's 200 million, which is the biggest in, in NBA history, I'm, I'm, I'm hearing. So I don't Over think he passes on that. But the whole thing is, people are saying, is his are we just screwing this up like right now to the point where in three or four years he's just going to want to he's just going to want to leave what do you guys yep. think with this front office mark cuban 
Donnie Nelson. I know you guys might not be familiar with their big time players, but just a track record of failure and just pissing off a 22 year old superstar on the way out. If you guys didn't hear Donnie Nelson kind of took some shots at Lucas saying that, Hey, it might not be Chris Stapps's fault. Luca needs to do a better job of facilitating making his teammates involved. A guy who a guy who averages ten assists. A guy who averages ten assists and 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 got forty four and sixteen in the in the in the last game. It might be his fault. So, are the are the Mavs not mismanaging this situation entirely? Well, I think Mark Cuban's the second best owner uh, next to Steve Billionaire Balmer Club. Um, so I think Mark Cuban's doing, I think he's doing good. I think he's losing, uh, I think he's losing his, his team though. I think there's a lot of, uh, he said, she said in that, uh, organization. And I think Luca's hearing a lot of it. And I think it might change his mind on him staying 200, like 200 mil Harden gave that up and, I feel like with Luca, Luca's a different breed. I think he wants to win, man. Like he he seems like a winner. He I think he'd rather win than get paid, especially at his like at his young age. I feel like he can get the money anywhere. Uh, but I feel like once you win at the beginning, you can cash your check later. Look at Fred Van Vliet. Like he bet on himself, right? Like he played he played to win, win a championship, and then he got paid. I think that's what that's the path Luca is on, and uh, you also missed that Rondo debacle, uh, DeAndre Jordan debacle. Uh, yeah. So I think there's a lot of uh, underlying. You're on mute, right? Uh, Ryan, you're muted. I don't. Rondo thing's not really like an off-season thing. I think him and Rick Carlisle just didn't like each other straight. But but that that's a front office thing, right? Why would you bring someone in that you know that? would probably stir up the pot you know what i mean i don't think and you, like i don't think you know that though. i don't think you can know that though ahead of time that those two and, just but and i feel Rondo's like keeping everywhere else keeping rick carlisle like i don't know if that's mark cuban's guy you probably know better than me ryan uh it probably is his guy but that that era needs to end like it should have ended with dirk i feel like and a new era should have started with luca and i feel like the Dallas thing was going downhill until they got Luca, and they should have uh, stayed with the path with Luca on the upwards instead of holding on to that baggage of Rick Carlisle. That's that's kind of what the article said, um, or at least what Tim Cato went on Mavs Moneyball podcast and, and mentioned that the whole team needs a rebrand. Um, the fact that you have a young superstar, uh, you were blessed to have two generational superstars come into your team. Your color schemes are still the same. Your jerseys are kind of still the same. You're still with the old timer people that were here with Dirk. It's Mm -hmm. done. It's done now. You have a young superstar who doesn't relate to any of this. You guys should be, I'm sorry, pandering to him. So that's that's basically what the article was not the article was saying, but what the uh, the writer of the article, Tim Cato, was 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 kind of uh, inferring to, and that's what Mavs fans are saying. They're saying, "Hey, like we got this kid now, like let's move with him. Like why are we why are we holding on to the past?" And maybe it is with Rick. Maybe it is with getting a new GM. People are tired of Donnie Nelson. If you are on Mavs Twitter, the we're basically asking for this whole front office to get thrown out. 
I don't think anyone's asking for Cuban to get thrown out because he's the guy that would have to do the throwing out. But <laughs> throw out himself. Throw out himself. Uh, but, I guess. But yeah, no, Dex, yeah. you're onto something. And and, I, and I'm and I'm kind of with it too. Like, what I the only thing that I will agree with Mark Cuban about is you have to replace Rick Carlisle with something. You can't just say fire mm-hmm. him and pick up nothing. The grass isn't always no, they, they, on the other side. There's a lot of open coaches. But you don't give up a Hall of Fame coach without. Is he a Hall of Fame coach? coach? He is. I think so. He's I'll top. I think he's. I'm pretty sure he's top ten in in wins. Maybe even top five. So, I so could Lenny Wilkins. What does that mean? Champ championship. Um, if I'm Mark Cuban, multiple championships. I'm getting on the phone, and I'm paying millions of dollars to get Coach K. That's who I think would fit. Wait, and he I, just ooh, retired from Duke. And but he's I done. think I feel like he'll he'll he's coach in the NBA. Done. He's not he's gonna go done. coach in the NBA. Mark Cuban. He's not gonna go to the NBA to tarnish his life. He had Mark, Mark Cuban has coach in the NBA. He's not gonna do know, it. He's not gonna still rocking that blue. He's still rocking that blue. Mark Cuban has a lot of money, a lot of investors, you know. He could give him some side money, get him on Shark Tank, you know, Coach K, man. Like, that's who I'm on the phone with every single day. So, I don't know if Luca would respond to this, but Mark Jackson? Maybe, but I I, I understand. You don't want to poo-poo something without replacing it with something else, and I get that. Uh, I just think Rick Carlisle is very stale as a coach, and I think um, he had a great – a great – it's called a coaching staff 2011. And I think a lot of the stuff that we attribute to that run, we attribute to Rick Carlisle when it could be the other coaches. I don't know, maybe a Dwayne Casey or something like that. Someone like defensive minded. Uh, but <clears throat> yeah, from the outside looking in, cause I'm not, I'm not a, a particularly like a Mavs fan. I like the Mavs, <laughs> even though I will never actually say that to you. Uh, <laughs> uh, I, I just, yeah, I think, all the stuff that happened over the years, I really didn't kind of see it in that kind of scope. I've never actually looked at it like that. I've just kind of seen it, you know, here and there. So it doesn't ring to me as a non-mass fan how poorly they did. But when you line it up for me, yes, it's a, it's a lot of sins that's happened over these last couple Steve of years. Steve Nash, championship team, Seth Curry. Just squandering out on a bunch but of free the, agents. The, but the, then the problem with it is, is the Mavs are always a competitor. They're always there. They're always good. And what's the worst thing that can happen to a, an NBA team? It's just to be good. Because like you, you get into the playoffs, you go whatever, and then you just bounce out and you get a shitty draft pick at the end of the season. So I, I think, yeah, all that's a huge problem. But the one thing that's like the, the noisiest and the loudest thing for me personally is that the, when you pointed out that, that Don Nelson stuff, that shit where he's talking shit about his future star. I'm like, that's just poor form. That's absolutely poor form. And if I'm Luka Doncic, I'm a young, amazing player, and I'm talking shit to everybody, and everybody in the league wants a piece of me, of course I want to leave. I want to go to, an organi- uh, go to an organization that respects me, an organization that's going to put me into a position to win, you know, because that Dirk championship, let's be honest, it was an outlier. It was an outlier. But at the end of the day, it did, doesn't have to be, and it shouldn't be. They should have had a couple more, a couple more kicks at the can these last couple of years, and I, I don't want to see that happen to to Doncic. I don't want to see him play twenty years with his team and get one real chip. I want to see him win multiple ones and actually become the face of the league because he he can be, he can be. He's truly a once in a generation uh, type talent. So yeah, I agree with you on all that. And shout out to your viral tweet, a, dude. He yeah. just needs a killer instinct. <laughs> Damian Lillard. Uh, I also just want to put this out here uh, as we close up this. Unless you guys have more. Um, 
Oh, Ryan has like three no, hours. Oh, well, like, <laughs> if Mav Sir never stops. I'm in like the spaces chats on these guys just venting, and everyone's just like, fire and throw it out. But um, yeah, no, uh, go for it. Yeah, uh, so <clears throat> they just put out All NBA. Woo, right here. Sure. Uh, oh, great. So all NBA first team: Steph Curry, Luka Doncic, Giannis, Kawhi Leonard, Nick Luka for the second year in a row. It's great. All it's NBA great. first. Uh, all second: <laughs> Damian Lillard, Chris Paul, Julius Randle, LeBron James, Joel Embiid, and then third team: Bradley Beal, Kyrie Irving, Jimmy Butler, Paul George, Rudy Gobert. Guess what, Dexter? Someone's missing. Your top ten players yeah. missing. Kyrie? No. <laughs> Better than. So, actually, uh, I didn't realize it. Two, two of them, two of them, because they're not even just the one. Two of them, two of your oh, top ten Russ? players. Russ oh, is missing. Russ should have been on there. Even... And Russ should be on there. Who else? Who else Wait, is, is, is Book there? Is Tatum is there? Is, is Tatum Book there? there? Is Tatum there? Oh, Tatum, Tatum had COVID. Come on, <laughs> <laughs> you can't give him that. <laughs> Tatum had COVID. But uh, yeah, that, that just stopped as we as we did the pod. So I just wanted to bring uh, a light to hey. that. Luca, that like if I'm Luca, I'm just like looking at this and be like, fuck you, Donnie Nuts. Is Book not there? <laughs> Book's not there, no. I don't I don't see Book. It's a it's a guard thing. That's hard to do, man. Two well, out of three years. Jimmy Butler should not be there. I'm sorry. I, I understand yeah, that I agree. He's on the regular Is season. He on third team? He's 13, on third team. Yeah. I don't know. Like, Can you give me three forwards better than him? Uh, give me ten minutes and I will. Tatum? No, sorry, not Malt, not three. Oh, oh actually, I would put Tatum. Tatum over. Wait, hold up. Tatum didn't make it at all. No. Oh, oh my God! Yeah, get Jimmy out of there. Yeah, Are Jimmy. They stupid. And I and I get we we're, honestly we're all blinded by the performance within the playoffs, and this is not the playoffs. This is all regular season. We're blinded by the finals last year. That that shit should run did. out. That shit yeah. should run out. Tatum. That's why just drop the awards before that goddamn season or the, the playoffs. No. Sorry. No. Do drop it, it like. Right I feel like it should be collective and add the playoffs to it. No, I, no. I really feel I, that. I, I can't. No. You can't. I feel that. Yes. No. You, you have to. You have no. to add it. it. No. A lot because... of people who have fought, a lot of people have MVP wouldn't have MVP. Exactly. When, and when, that's when, what when, I want. I want. I want the best of the best at the end. I want it. They, to they be get a playoff the awards. Get a playoff awards if you want that. No. But then again, same different scope because pe- people don't play the same amount of games. You, you so could outperform people for any two games and then lose in four, and then just your season doesn't mean shit. Like it doesn't yeah, make no. sense. I just drop that's, it before. That's what as it soon has as to be. that's like an NBA 2K21. As soon as the season ends, give me the awards, all of them. Don't drag it out. Don't make it longer than it has to be. Don't make it an award show. Just go boom. Here are all the awards. Now let's do playoffs. Fuck it. Yeah, it makes sense. Are you I happy, like Kia? I feel like they announce MVP and whoever the MVP gets knocked out. You just get smacked in the mouth <laughs> in that same round. It's like you, get, oh, you just won MVP, but you're I just want to add something. Swept. I want to add something to that Nuggets team. I said any person, any team with uh any player from that Atlanta Hawks team, and I just realized that Paul Millsap is still on that team. So I should have known that they were gonna get swept. <laughs> I'm very shocked Kawhi's on that team and not Embiid. I'm I'm just saying. I thought that on first team. I, I think Embiid I didn't that play as Embiid many for games. sure. I thought that would have been Embiid for sure. I'm surprised because this guy was top three in MVP voting. So how was he not in the first? I team? think it should be Durant. That's because it's the center. Same way why Rudy Gobert's there and not Donovan Mitchell. Well, ladies mm. and gentlemen, we ran we ran a long one, but. 
If you've made it this far, thank you. We appreciate it. Was it was that Bucks conversation. <laughs> it was yeah. that Bucks. We, we spent we way were, too we long. We were crisp until that point. We spent way too long in the box. Alan, where can the world find you, sir? It's okay. Yeah, you can find me all over the place. You know, you can find me on uh, Twitter at the Alan Shane, on Instagram at uh, Alan Shane, uh, and on TikTok as Shoeless Lewis. Oh wait, I, maybe I changed my no, it's still Shoeless Lewis. And then also on uh, Twitch as Shoeless Lewis. So check me out everywhere, and uh, make sure to stream the Great Canadian Baking Show on CBC Gem. Beautiful. Right, yeah. Play my mother, mother music. We got time for like ever hear it. Uh, <laughs> we don't got time for this. I live in my text life. Don't forget to be triple OG on the IG, TikTok, Twitter, and Top Shot. Send me your highlights. Send me your highlights. Uh, that's at RA Henry on Twitter, Instagram, <laughs> Top Shot. I don't know. Um, Snapchat, don't add me. Um, <laughs> uh, wherever. I, oh, I'm now on, I'm now on uh, that sports app. I just downloaded it because it's now available on Samsung's. Uh, locker room. That's at R. A. Henry on Locker Room. So that, that's pretty. I've cool, never heard man. of it. Okay, okay, yeah, download like Locker Room app. Locker Room mats. All sports. You getting sponsored by them? No, I wish. <laughs> no, maybe they will. Maybe they will. Locker Room. Do you Holler have Rats. an affiliate link on your website, sir? Locker Room. You have to disclose that. Uh, so again, at R. A. Henry and at Below the Hardwood on Instagram, at BTH on NBA on Twitter, and of course, follow us Brandon. everywhere for the pod. That's Spotify, Twitter, uh, Spotify, uh, Stitcher, Google, Apple, everywhere. We're just everywhere. So just hear it out. Thank you. You made it this far. We out. Right, Antonio. Have a big brother.